Intimidation and fear goes a long way in our business, but let's be honest, at Brock Lesnar needs to pull up his pants and lose the gut. The dream is over, dude. I don't play by the strip and tag WWE in it. What a guy! <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> I am the man. This is my yard now. Who wants to walk with Elias? The new Daniel Bryan. The WWE Champion. Hello and welcome to the Wrestling Newspaper Podcast. I'm your host Daniel. Today is an episode of Wrestling Newspaper Weekly and I am joined by Martin from Elite Talk for the All Elite Wrestling Podcast. Martin, how are you doing? What's going on? You're alright? A lot of stuff is going on, that is what is going on. <laughs> Damn right. So some of the big headlines that have happened this week. Dean Ambrose, he's supposedly leaving WWE. You've got Hideo Itami. He has asked for his release from WWE. They're all jumping off the ship. And now we hear Chris Jericho has called out Brock Lesnar on Twitter. Um, what do you make of this, Martin? This tweet? Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. It's, it's typical Jer- Jericho, isn't it? He's just trying to stir the pot a bit. Um, a, f- a few people throwing out accusations that he might have been a bit drunk when he was saying it, but it it might just be like a new version of Jericho's character, like we're going to see in AEW. He might just be like a proper little griefer, but it's it's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, see, it, it, he did this. Do you not remember? He was sending tweets to uh, Kenny Omega, you know, yeah. before the Wrestle Kingdom thing. It was yeah. about six months before, and everyone was like, "Why are they doing that? It's never going to happen." Um, but obviously. If we know what Brock Lesnar's like, he isn't really interested in wrestling that much. He's more interested in the money. And if big Tony Khan gets his checkbook out, you know that Lesnar ain't going to take no shit from Vince. He is off to All Elite Wrestling if the right offer comes in. Yeah. Uh, well, it's also said today that um, Lesnar are officially going to be listening to WWE, UFC and AEW for contracts after May. Uh, and after the Saudi Arabia show, so it's it comes down to what Brock was, where Brock wants to go at end of the day. But uh, are all gonna want him? Like, does Jericho even like him? No. Well, the the what what happened was, if you remember, Brock Lesnar had a match with Randy Orton, didn't he, at SummerSlam twenty twenty sixteen, maybe I'm thinking, and uh, Lesnar cut open Orton hard way, didn't he? And they sort of worked the guys yeah. in the back. And Jericho thought that Lesnar had gone into business for himself. And they got into a brawl backstage. Um, yes, Jericho's commented on this yeah. on his podcast and they had to be separated. 
But as we know in wrestling, people forget about that sort of stuff, don't they? If they can make money together, mm-hmm. and it, they could, it's a great start to a possible feud between the two as well. You've got you've already got the storyline built in if they want to play on that. Yeah, but also it's the thing with Ambrose as well. Like Ambrose complained that Lesnar didn't want to do anything with him at WrestleMania. So oh, yeah. You know, if you've got to say, for example, I'm not saying Ambrose is going to go to AEW, but if he leaves WWE, it's, it sounds like it'd be the best place for him. But if Lesnar is going to show up at AEW, like if he decides he's going to go, you've got Jericho and Ambrose who are probably going to run the two biggest contracts next to him, and they're going to have to eventually work with each other again. And if those two turn around to Bucks and Cody and Khan and say, "Look, this guy isn't what we need," AEW could end up growing some balls and saying, "Look, Brock, we don't want you." That I. It, could could that be bigger than signing Brock Lesnar? Would that be a bigger move saying, look, we don't want the WWE world <laughs> fucking universal champion? <laughs> imagine the balls on that. I know, but can you imagine some of the matches we could see? Like, <clears throat> you've got, imagine Lesnar against Kenny Omega. Wow. I don't, I don't, would Kenny Omega enjoy that match? Like, obviously, we've not seen how Brock works outside of WWE apart from his days in Japan, which, you know, that's, that's proper green work. So, in today, like, I, I, I mean, Lesnar has said that he likes working with, with smaller guys, that's fine. But the matches themselves don't even go that long anyway. So, it, yeah, I, to I be know. fair, the, the Daniel Bryan match did go 15, 16 minutes, but mm. I think if Lesnar has got the motivation for it, do you know what I mean? He can, you can take it easy in WWE. Vince will let you get away with that one. He'll just pay you whatever to appear. Yeah. But do you know what? It just come into my mind. You were talking about smaller guys then, right? Yeah. Can you imagine a Young Bucks versus Brock Lesnar handicap match with him just beating on both of them and then I'd, doing a comeback? I would pay to see that match. Uh, I, I'd I'd like to see it, but imagine how much the crowd would shit on Lesnar for that. Like no one, no one is ever gonna go against the Bucks in any match at all. It's like <laughs> can you imagine? Imagine the Young Bucks comeback though. The crowd would be going absolutely wild. You've even got the potential of your man Hangman Page against Brock Lesnar. I bet that's something you wouldn't mind seeing. Obviously, it's all speculation at this point, but there's one thing that we know about Lesnar. He must be laughing his head off. He loves playing WWE and UFC off against each other. And now he's got another <laughs> coach. Fuck's sake. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking postman's at door, isn't he? <laughs> I am not editing that out. <laughs> that dog wants to see Brock Lesnar <laughs> in AEW. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit myself. <laughs> that's why I've got cats you've got to have cats in the podcast game oh, no, I oh my god that was brilliant I don't even know what we was on about then we were talking about Br- Brock Lesnar must be licking his chops that he's got a new company he can bring it he, can, he plays WWE off against UFC doesn't he yeah now can you imagine he'll be like well Vince Tony, he's made me a big offer. Are you going to be able to match it? Brent, Brock's price is going to shoot up even more yeah. if with these all-elite wrestling rumours. You've seen other people's contracts in WWE have rumoured to now be shooting up the offers that they've been made. So for, if that's going to happen for Brock, I, yeah. I, I, I think if you put a gun to my head now and say, will Brock Lesnar wrestle in all-elite wrestling? I think he will. 
I don't know. I'm not. I'm not as confident. I. It, it, I don't think it'll be down to him. I think he'll go like you say, wherever the money's, wherever the money is. Um, and I think he personally enjoys wrestling, um, in, in like a wrestling environment other than UFC. But I think it's more down to the AEW guys. As like I said, Lesnar is probably the biggest draw in W in well in wrestling at the moment. But I don't know. Like with, with all the stuff they're talking about and how they don't want. Um, a lot of WWE guys, they don't want to be that company. They want to start for themselves. Like they're not even absorbing any other company. Um, for them to go back on that and to just sign like the biggest WWE draw there is, just for the sake of having him for the money, I don't know if fans would appreciate it. Maybe, maybe eventually, but I don't know. Everyone was saying when all elite was like born, what seems like years ago, but was only about four weeks ago. People were saying. What are they going to do for a top heel? Like, all the guys in it are all loved. Like, even Jericho. You're going to struggle to have a heel Jericho with an American crowd. It's easier yeah. in Japan to do that. So can you imagine? You've got your natural heel in Brock Lesnar. Do you know what I mean? The crowd would shit on Lesnar. I just, yeah. I, I'd love to see him in a different... To me, also, you've got the link of possibly Paul Heyman. Obviously, Heyman, I think he gets on with um, Jericho. So yeah. he could possibly be the middleman between the two that brings them together. Obviously, it's all speculation, but it is exciting at the thought of... I say, WWE is stupid for not doing a Jericho-Lesnar match after everyone knew what happened backstage at SummerSlam. Mm. So they could have played on that and put it into a feud, but instead they'd sooner have Jericho out there with a stupid clipboard and a goofy waistcoat, but it's WWE yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, of course it is, but I get like Heyman and AEW... That is, I, I, I'd personally be more excited for that than Lesnar. Oh, can you imagine? Can if, you if imagine? He, if he got, if he gets announced that Lesnar's signed with AEW, that means Heyman's there as well because he's his manager. And I, 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 I fucking hell, I'd be over the moon for Heyman to be at AEW. The creative behind that, Heyman with the Young Bucks and Cody Bucky matches. Fuck. Yeah. That. Well, Heyman, for, for me, that'd be a stronger, um, a stronger signing long term. Um, obviously, Lesnar's a draw, but long term wise, I, I think Heyman, if you've got Heyman with you, like, evil genius. Yeah, definitely. Also, you've got, you've got, say, with Heyman, Heyman's not stupid. Do you know what I mean? He, what, what does he do in WWE? He helps people backstage, but he doesn't actually have a job. He just, he's, what is he, Brock's manager? And Heyman probably thinks of himself <laughs> as a lot better than that. And you've also got Tony Khan has said he used to go and watch ECW. He loved yeah. ECW back in the day. Who ran ECW? Paul Heyman. So that's another yeah. link between. So I think it's going to happen, me. Brock Lesnar is going to go where the money is. And I, I know you say that, like, they're going to say they don't want anyone. Brock Lesnar isn't anyone, is he? Do you know what I mean? He's, oh, he's no, of course not. You'd be stupid to not take Lesnar. I think Je people say, like we were saying, Jericho and Lesnar don't get on. I think Jericho is smart enough to know that it'd be best for all elite if Lesnar came in. Yeah, plus the schedule as well for Lesnar. He's going to love that over WWE schedule. Yeah. Like, it, You might it, struggle to get him to sign, you know what I mean, like an exclusive, exclusive, exclusivity with it. But can you imagine if they said, you go and do what you want with UFC, just wrestle for us three or four shows a year, we'll pay you X amount. Lesnar would be... Oh, well, if WWE can do... Like, WWE have let him go to UFC whilst he's still been under contract with them, and AEW were letting Jericho go and work Japan, letting 
when Kenny signs, he's going to be joining Japan. They're letting Joey Janela and MJF work on the shows. Of course, Lesnar's going to be able to do what he wants. And like I said, the money's not going to be an issue. Um, like I said, look, it, it probably is going to be like a really good sign. I'm just getting, I'm just a bit cautious in the sense of how the fans would take it after all they've said. But like I see, it's just speculation for now, and it we'll see. Yeah, well, Jericho, though, he he always does things for a reason. I think unless there's actually something concrete behind <laughs> it, mm. I, do you know what I mean? Like I can't see him doing it unless there wasn't something there. So and we've been talking about this for a while. This is what Jericho tweeted. He randomly tweeted. Intimidation and fear goes a long way in our business, but let's be honest, at Brock Lesnar needs to pull up his pants and lose the gut. The dream is over, dude. I don't play by the strips and tag WWE in it. What a guy! <laughs> what a guy! <laughs> but this... Oh my god, I need to see Even a Jericho t- sign with AEW. <laughs> But, Mate, we we need a Jericho All Elite Wrestling T-shirt with the Dream Is Over dude on the front of it. That would be good. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that also I wanted to ask you about this, right? That's why we, you're on the wrestling newspaper show. One of the reasons, right? So you were just saying about Jericho going to wrestle for New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? Yeah. So the news broke yesterday that best friends Chucky T and Trent Beretta they were going to be signing for All Elite Wrestling more than likely, yeah? Yeah. Well, in the process of this, they've pulled away from New Japan. They won't be wrestling for New Japan anymore, has been reported. It just shows that everyone's deals are different. I wonder why, because they were pushing Trent Beretta a little bit, I wonder why the best friends aren't going to be on New Japan if they're doing, do you know what I mean, they're letting people wrestle for New Japan. I thought that was quite interesting. Um, um, From what I've heard... Um, Trent was going to get a pretty decent push in Japan this year. They, that's what they were offering him. But they didn't offer anything for Chucky. So, obviously, Chuck Taylor. So, he, was, he wasn't a fan of staying around in Japan. Trent's obviously going to go with him because it's AEW as well. Um, but, again, there's nothing to say that Trent and Chucky can't still work for Japan. Um, if anything, it probably sounds like they will end up doing a couple of shows if they want to. But again, Japan. If if Trent Beretta is going to be signing to AEW exclusively, which it looks like it would be, um, they wouldn't be able to push him as much as originally planned. So Japan yeah. will probably still want to use him. But um, I think in I think in the grand spectrum of things, Trent and Chucky are just going to be exclusive AEW, and it's they could work sporadically for New Japan if it ends up going that way. Yeah. Well. Obviously, um, last year I went to the WrestleCon show on WrestleMania weekend, and although the match got pulled due to injury, the original match that he was doing at the WrestleCon show was Kenny Omega, Colt Rabushi versus Beretta and Chucky T. So obviously they think highly of Beretta and Chucky T to want to have him face Ibushi yeah. and Omega. So Omega must think highly of them, you know what I mean, to agree to do that tag match. Oh, yeah, this was like, all, it was one of the original all. matches, weren't it? Yeah, that all make. But I wonder what's going to happen with Ibushi. We've, I feel like it's all gone quiet in regards to that. I think he's <laughs> still happy to work, um, like physically independently for himself. He's, you know, he's what he's like. He's not, he's not a fan of signing contracts with people. Um, because again, it, it it does come down to the fact of it limit. It does limit where you want to go. Like he wouldn't have been able to do the cruiserweight classic, something that he wanted to do, if he was signed to New Japan. Um. 
if he signs with AEW, he won't then go be able to work again for WWE or like it is limited options. So I think Carter does like to go in, not business for himself, but you can just see he he just wants to be free to do what he wants, and it, it works fine for him. He gets paid enough, and he enjoys the travel by the looks of it. Yeah, well, Ibushi, obviously, he's one of the... More wrestlers should do things like this. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Mm. It's just clever, in it? And now, with all the even more options going, for for your Kota Ibushis, your Brock Lesnar's of the world, who like to be able to negotiate their own deals, not commit to anything, it's brilliant for them that there's more options knocking about. Oh, yeah, of course it is. It's great for Kota Ibushi. Um, What else did we want to talk about? Without a doubt. Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Uh... Yeah, Dean biggest Ambrose. topic of the week. So on Monday night, the rumors were rampant. Ambrose was going to leave WWE. This seemed like it was just reports. However, on Tuesday, WWE.com took the unusual for them step to announce that Dean Ambrose will not be renewing his contract with WWE when it expires in April. They went on to say that they were grateful, appreciative of all that Dean has given to WWE. We wish him well and hope that one day Dean will return to WWE. Martin, shoot or work? Uh, no, no, it's it's happening. Uh, it's see, this is the thing that people for, for people who were saying like it could be a work and stuff. All the reports that came out before WWE announced it, they were all confirmation. This was confirmation that Dean had said that he was leaving after his contract had ended. Then WWE put out the statement saying um, that you know Dean is going after April. And even then, more confirmation came out that Dean said, look, he, he, Dean hasn't left the WWE. He's still in contract with him, and he's happy to still work for him. But at the end of the day, he has told Vince, and he's told the higher management, whoever he said, he sat down with meetings of him, um, it even spans over the, in the course of the weekend of the Royal Rumble. Um, apparently, he were talking all weekend to management, saying that he had no plans <clears throat> or no desire to um, sign a new contract. They offered him um, a million a year contract over five years. Uh, he rejected that. He turned that down. And he said he's not about the money. He just wants to leave. So it, it's confirmed that he want, that he's just going when his contract ends. So for WWE to put this out now when the news broke did make sense. But obviously people have seen it as a work because it's not something WWE normally do. But again, news like this doesn't normally break. If someone's leaving and the news breaks, it's it's within a couple of weeks or a few weeks of the contracts. It's not months and months down the line. So um, it does make sense for WWE to write him off TV if they're not going to. Um, but then again, they could still use him for TV. But unfortunately for Ambrose, I think there's a chance he'll end up getting squashed and a bit shit on. But even the even at the Royal Rumble, um, you know, it, this it, this wasn't confirmed. But the big talk around it was that the big plan with the Royal Rumble was going to heavily involve Dean Ambrose. And then with these talks ending how they did over the weekend, they changed it to the Nia Jax thing. So. For me, it's not a work. Everything that I've read is confirmation. So for me, he's going. It just depends on if WWE want to use him for a build-up of Mania for anything. And again, you know, if they put him in a match with Triple H, that guy hasn't won a WrestleMania match in a long time. So it would kind of make sense for him to go over Dean Ambrose considering everyone knows that he's leaving. But uh, I don't know. What do you think about it? Why would you give Dean Ambrose the rub, what they believe is a rub of facing Triple H at WrestleMania? 
Um, I you say that you think it's he's leaving. A lot of people have said, yeah, he's leaving. But I just can't get my head round why they'd allow, as I said to you over text, why they'd allow Dean Ambrose to belittle Triple H on Raw. They put him in a prominent spot. He faced Seth Rollins. Yeah, he lost. He then looked like he was about to deliver a pipe bomb after the match. It just, do we as soon as they know someone's going, take Neville. As soon as they knew what was going with Neville, that was it. We never saw Neville again. He was never mentioned. He was essentially written out. Yeah, but so Neville, I, I Neville just, did refuse to work for WWE. I like, just, Ambrose isn't refusing to work for him. Ambrose is just saying he's leaving. And I, I don't, th- by the look, by the, by the way they've worded that, um, that press release that they did, it sounds to me like they weren't even 100% sure Dean was leaving over the weekend. And then when it turned out after Raw that this was a genuine thing and the news broke, it sounds to me like they've just accepted defeat and gone, right, let's just write him off. So if we see him next week, we see him, but there's a good chance we're not going to see this guy again. I think if we see him on Monday, it's story. I really, I just feel like this could just be the using it to build Triple H Ambrose. I'm probably yeah. wrong. I think it's just the paranoid wrestling fan. I'm just used <laughs> to being worked on stuff. And it's just... I don't know. This, the, this is... Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Um, some of the things I've seen on social media, people were saying, oh, well, what about when Owens like, apparently left WWE and he changed his Twitter stuff and that? Ambrose hasn't done anything like that at all. Ambrose has said that he's happy to work for him. WWE never sent out a press release that Owens has left the company. All they did was they moved into the alumni page They've not moved Ambrose to the alumni page. They've put out a press release confirming the report that Ambrose is leaving when his contract ends. So he's not going to put on the alumni page because there's a good chance they might still use him. But at the end of the day, he's still contracted with them and he's still probably going to work for them till April. But after April, it's it's confirmed by numerous sources. Now it's confirmed by WWE. This, this dude's gone. April-wise, that's it. If Ambrose is going, he doesn't face Triple H at Mania. Would, would you agree with that? They're not going to have Triple H for Ambrose at Mania if he's well, going. The thing is, and you just say it then, if he shows up on Monday, people are going to be hard set that this is a work. I mean, Dave Meltzer, um, oh, what's his name now? Brad, Brad, was he the guy? You Brad Shepard. Brad, Brad Shepard. Shepard. Um, you got Mike Johnson from PW Insider. Any any of these guys who were like straight up guys could confirm that Ambrose has said he's leaving and blah blah. But if he's still on WWE TV, still working angles, people are going to say no, it's a work. You're talking shit. So if WWE see it like that, they'll go fuck it. We'll work it all the way. It's an inception. It's a work within a work. They'll work it all the way to Mania. Triple H will get his win that he's not had in a while, and then Ambrose won't be seen again. And all of a sudden, everyone will be like, oh fuck. It wasn't a work. He really was going. And WWE would be like, well, yeah, we told you were going. You just didn't believe us. So it, 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 it's if you, look at it, if you look at it, intellectually, it's quite a smart move from WWE, really. If they hadn't announced it, people would just be like, oh, it's probably true then. But because they have announced it, all of a sudden, then was like, oh, no, it's a work. So mm. for me, it made sense for WWE to do what they did. Um, but I, yeah, I'm... It, like I say, everything I've read is all confirmation. So this, for me, he, he's gone in April. But we'll see. Can you? I tell you what. I bet Ambrose is a. Li- if it's true, if it's true that he's going, 
you'd be a bit annoyed if you were Ambrose because your leverage of negotiating a contract with whatever company he's moving on to next sort of isn't as strong if WWE have already announced that he's leaving. Do you know what I mean? He could have sort of took the route of not playing them off against each other, but you can sort of work your deal up, can't you? Yeah. Um, so you were telling me that talent were being pulled into rooms and spoken to by upper management about signing longer deals during the panic after the Dean Ambrose news broke. What was what was that about? Yeah, um, on SmackDown uh, the other night. What what day are we on now? Thursday. So it was Tuesday night. Um, after this Ambrose news had broke and WWE had officially reported it, um, Dave Meltzer said that. I think it was Dave Meltzer, someone anyway, um, reliable source, said that guys who were signed in WWE <clears throat> who had less than two years on the contract were being, and I quote, pulled into office rooms, end quote, um, to discuss terms for a longer contract. They're getting quite worried that other guys are going to be leaving. Um, and also, I don't know if we talked about it or not yet, but Jericho's contract... <clears throat> The amount of money that he's on for the AEW contract, that got leaked last night um, in the locker room. And apparently Meltzer said, again, guys were genuinely like, they were either worried or they were taken aback by how much he's on for, you know, how little the schedule is. So it, there's, at the moment, WWE, they sound like they're a bit worried. And I, again, this isn't me going, I don't want these fucking WWE nerds to come at me and say, no, he's saying that AEW are going to bury WWE in the next year or something. That's not that, That's not going to happen. If you look back through all my Twitter, I've said it's going to be at least between five and ten years before AEW are even considered close to going against WWE. It's going to take time, and that's fine. And again, AEW don't want to make a habit of just signing WWE guys that don't want to be there anymore, because then it will look like it's just another WCW. But at the moment, it's bad water for WWE. I don't see how anyone else could see otherwise. They've not had it, have they, for a while? That's probably why they're panicking. They've been, let's be honest, WWE been coasting, haven't they, for years now? They've yeah. not had really to worry about. Maybe the odd UFC, Brock Lesnar stuff. Really, they know. It's the, the, I don't know what the saying is. The chickens are coming back to roost or whatever. Yeah. After years of neglecting certain talents, not giving the crowd what they wanted to see, mainly the talent situation, though. These talent feel like they don't owe WWE anything because of how they feel they've been mistreated, misbooked, misunderappreciated. So now WWE are panicking. They're thinking, well, we've not booked this guy right for two years. Why, why would he want to stay with us? So you're yeah. seeing little mini pushes for certain superstars. They're trying to give people a little bit more. Look, they finally, they've, I know it's very small, but say Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. They've merged them as a tag team now. They're trying to get him to do something. Whereas before, Zach, I've not seen Zack Ryder for months. Do you know yeah, what I mean? All exactly. of a sudden, he's on TV. He has a few pictures with Hangman Page or whatever. And all of a sudden, he's getting a push. Well, yeah. not push, but you know what I'm saying. They're trying to do something with him. So, this just sends the message. Treat everyone right all along. And you might get shown a little bit of loyalty. Um, as we were saying with Ambrose, he's not been happy with his character for a, quite a long time. He... In his mind, he busted his ass off to come back after his injury. He'd given, he, he said in interviews, he has worked more shows than anyone in that company since he started. He was on every house show. He was never injured. He was wrestling every show. And I think he just feels a little bit neglected. 
um, that they've not. He's come back, and let's be honest, they've just messed him up. This time last year, everyone's like, you need to turn Dean Ambrose heel. What a great heel he is. He'd be so over as a heel. And the way WWE have done it, he was more over as a babyface than he was as a heel. And that's Dean Ambrose, who is a great heel. But I don't know. I don't know, Martin. Um, Again, just on Ambrose quickly. Um, Ambrose's heel turn in the past few months it just screams out how bad WWE creative really are. Like, this isn't a joke. Uh, you go back and listen to... Listen. You go back and watch all the stuff that Ambrose did before he was in WWE as a heel, as John Moxley. Um, it was innovative. It was creative. It was really, really entertaining. Um, and now, uh, like I say, I, I don't watch WWE, but I saw what they did with him. They, they put a mask on him. He was just coming out, and he was just... He was giving more shit to the crowd than he was to his opponents. Uh, it's fallen completely flat. It's not worked at all. And again, this isn't this isn't Ambrose booking this at all. This is the WWE creative, and you can see that he's not been happy for a while now. Meltzer's confirmed that he's not been happy with WWE creative for ages, and this is what they get. And it's the same when it comes to guys like McIntyre who left the company, went and did their own thing and came back. It's the same with Cody. You know, look at Cody now. That superstar that he is on the independent scene, where he's in the suit. And he's just he's a top line wrestler and he you know, when he's cutting promos, when he when he's not in the ring, he's got the three piece suit on. It reminds me of Triple H back in the day when he was the world heavyweight champion. That for me was one of the best championship runs there was because he just looked like a champion. He looks like he's gonna win a match regardless of whoever it is against. And they had Cody dressed up as fucking Stardust working Ugh. main event and pre shows. That 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 shows where creative is. And Ambrose obviously called him out on it and said, look, I I feel like I can do better somewhere else and it's not about the money. So credit and, to Ambrose, he's got balls. And it, by the sounds of it, more guys are going to start talking up and it's it's what they deserve. And as you were talking about Drew McIntyre, one thing sprung to mind, right? So people always say, there's been the talk for the last few years, what you do, if you're not doing well in WWE, do what Drew McIntyre did. Leave the company, go and build yourself back up on the indies, and you'll get signed by WWE again, and you'll be in a more prominent role because you show what you can do on the indies. The only problem for WWE now is if they let people go, like say if you Drew McIntyre, I know it's not Drew McIntyre isn't going to go, but say a character like Drew McIntyre from all them years ago isn't being pushed in WWE, they leave, rebuild themselves, they now don't need to go back to WWE once they've re created themselves like Cody Cody's left recreated himself and you'd say right now you go back to WWE as a star nobody needs to do that anymore they can just sign for all elite ring of honor are spending more money there's more places you can go so when you've rebuilt yourself on the indie scene like Drew McIntyre did all those years well a few years ago you don't now necessarily have to go back to WWE so if you're WWE you're trying to keep hold of everyone yeah but Oh, it's, it's, it's entertaining as fuck for us. And like it, I say, it, when you, <laughs> when you this look has at been it, the I'm most just... exciting month as a wrestling fan in years. I feel like the transfer window in football over here, it's exciting, isn't it? I feel like the yeah. transfer window this January for wrestling, and it's never going to shut as long as yeah. all the leaks around spending money. Even Ring of Honor, they've sort of chirped up. They finally pulled the fingers out of their ass and started trying to do something by making signings. All Elite Wrestling has made WWE, Ring of Honor, 
they're old now. They're not coasting anymore. People shit on WWE. I'm just shit on Ring of Honor. Them, they've been coasting for years. They've relied on the young bucks, relied on the elite, and now they've gone. They've started panicking. They're actually scouting talents. They're signing some of the best indie talents around. But before, why? Why was your Brody Kings? Why was your Bandidos? Why were they not trying to get signed by Ring of Honor a couple of years ago? They were just relying on the elite guys. And now, All Elite Wrestling has made WWE, Ring of Honor, panic. And it's just great as a wrestling fan. So you have WWE fans who are, like, bitter against All Elite Wrestling. You should not be bitter against All Elite Wrestling because All Elite Wrestling is going to make the WWE product better than it has been for a long time, in my opinion. Yep. So, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hideo Itami to leave WWE. Talk about that for us, Martin. Uh, yeah, he's he, he's officially going. He's been granted his release. Uh, it's all confirmed. Uh, they've got a ninety-day non. Uh, what is it? Non non-performing thing on him. So I don't know when his when his contract's officially being cut. I don't know if it's this week or next week or whatever. But it's is is the release has been granted. So he's got a ninety-day. No compete clause, which unfortunately for Hideo means that he's not going to be able to show up and wrestle anywhere over WrestleMania weekend, which is a shame for him because obviously it's like it's the biggest weekend in wrestling. But again, he's a guy who holds weight to his name wherever he goes. Japan, Ring of Honor. Um, it, it does it does look pretty much set that he's going to be going to Japan. And the thing as well is people have been saying, why is it that Kenta or Hideo Itami, whatever you want to call him, why has he been allowed his release and guys like The Revival and Mike Kanellis and stuff they haven't done? Um, by the sounds of it, Kenta said, I'm not going to AEW. Um, there might even be a chance that he signed something for WWE to say that he won't be in AEW within a year, two years of him leaving WWE. I'm not too sure. I'm not clued up on stuff like that, but it sounds pretty much like he said to WWE, look, no, I'm not showing up for your competition. Uh, I'm just going to go back to Japan. Back to Japan. Um, if I'm going to sign with anyone, I'm probably going to sign with New Japan. At a push, he might end up signing with Ring of Honor maybe again because um, he's well-known in Ring of Honor, but yeah, this guy's gone. Um, and again, it's it, it's well deserved. I'm happy that he's leaving. He was he was useless in WWE. There, there was not one thing at all that he ever did that was worth his time there at all. 2014. Can you believe that's when? It, well, Kenta signed for WWE. 2014. He spent almost five years in WWE, and yeah. he's done nothing. Obviously, injuries played a part. I remember going to WrestleMania 31. So this is before any of the injuries, yeah? He signed four months before, right? So yeah. Kenta, he's coming with a lot of momentum from the independents. At the time, he was one of the biggest stars in independent wrestling. And he's just a sign of what WWE used to think of stars from independent wrestling. They threw him in the pre-show WrestleMania 31, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And he was in there for a couple of minutes and got dumped out like a geek. I was sat there with my mate there saying oh my God, it's Kenta, this guy's amazing. And my mate, who's not doesn't watch indie wrestling at the time anyway, he was like, oh, who's that? I've, not, I've never heard of him. And I'm there saying, oh, he's amazing. And he's like, well, why is he in this battle royal? And then a minute later, he's just dumped out like a nobody. So it 
it was never working from the start. I think he had he had an NXT match with Alistair Black on a takeover show. That was okay. But obviously they tried to revamp him, didn't they? They put him on 205 Live. Mm. And he unfortunately, I think he broke Brian Kendrick's orbital bone in the match. And oh, they shit. took... Yeah, he broke Kendrick's orbital bone in the match with the GTS. And I'm pretty shit. sure... I don't watch 205 Live, so I can't say this for sure. I'm pretty sure they took the GTS off him after that spot. So they've tried to push him on there. That happened. It's just been like a series of unfortunate events. So it is better for all parties, I think, that he just, they just cut ties. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll take Kenta versus Tanahashi in New Japan. Yeah, he's he's probably, I think he's, the rumour is he's going to go back to Noah, but you know what's going to happen, Martin. He'll be back in Japan for six months, yeah? He'll rebuild himself. Yeah, mm. he'll be having good matches, and it's just inevitable that all elite, Ring of Honor, maybe even Impact, probably not Impact, but they will all come calling. No matter what he signed with WWE, probably not, probably something like that won't hold up in court anyway. But that, he, he will be back for me in American wrestling within 12 months for me. Yeah, well, like I say, we'll see, won't we? I mean, I know... Um... I've read stuff saying that he's missed living in Japan. I don't know if he's got family over there. I assume he has. So by the sounds of it, he's a bit homesick as well. So he, I, I, I can see this guy being IWGP champion in the next five years. Um, like I say, he was massive before he signed with WWE. Absolutely huge. Um, you know, this guy signed with NXT before guys like Balor and Owens. You know, he brought Balor in himself as well. Um, obviously, Balor was a bit more fortunate booking wise um just a little yeah just a little bit it was <laughs> it was funny um you know the uh the botchamania guy yeah um he put some on his twitter before that was hilarious um he made us he made a simpsons thing and it was mr burns saying that he wanted this japanese guy because he'd seen him on the news so he goes and gets him but the botchmania guy had edited it where he's it was Hideo Itami. And as he brings him into the office, Mr. Burns has seen some other guy that did something better. And he goes, Who's this? And he goes, Oh, it's Hideo Itami. And he goes, Oh, just put him in the back. I want this guy, this other guy, um, Shinsuke Nakamura. And it, <laughs> it was so funny. Is, it, isn't it crazy? They were both not on the, they were pretty much on the same level, weren't they, years ago? And it's crazy how Nakamura's gone on to be, well, top 10 guys in WWE. And you've got Itami who is. What he's in two oh five live doing absolutely nothing, but it's just it's great in it though. I feel do you not feel Martin that every you wake up in the morning, first thing I do is go on to Twitter and see right what's going on now. Who's who, who wants to leave WWE now? Who's signing for who now? It is is never been a more exciting time to be a fan of wrestling in a very long time. It's uh, it's I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant for the for the business. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I, I say I'm I'm 26 years old. I'll be 27 in a in a month's time, which makes me feel a bit sick. But um, I, I was rest. I was watching wrestling when I was seven years old, and unfortunately, I came into it at a time where Vince had just bought WCW, so I never got to live through um, the Monday Night Wars or anything. But that that does sound like the most interesting thing that ever happened to wrestling. So, uh, again, I, I'm not saying AEW is going to be on WWE's level anytime soon, but this already. There's, AEW's been alive for a month and in the space of 31 days we've had so much to talk about already like this is this is unbelievable for wrestling fans and for wrestlers especially this is 
this is such a good time to be alive and I, I'm sitting down, I've got a bag of popcorn and I'm I'm strapping in, I'm ready for it. Yeah. Enjoy it, enjoy it. Because in twenty years time, who knows what will happen? But there's one thing for sure, yeah. Now you see all these WCW books, do you know what I mean? About like what went on back then. You yeah. know, in twenty years' time, if podcasts still exist, there'll be people on podcasts talking about everything that was going on during this time. There'll be books written about it because this is the huge time for wrestling. Yeah. This is oh, going to be... People don't realise, I don't think, how big this actually is. Something like this. People say TNA. This doesn't compare to what TNA were attempting to do back in the day. Oh, no. It just... It's just on a different level. So, so what annoys me, I'm going to get this off my chest, right? On Twitter, you get people saying, oh, you're just an all-elite wrestling mark, blah, blah, blah. I'm not an all-elite wrestling mark. I love WWE. I love New Japan. I like what all-elite wrestling are doing. You, just because you support what a certain company's doing doesn't make you a mark or a whatever, a big fan of them. You can support more than one wrestling company. It doesn't have to be WWE versus AEW. You can, Unless I know you're AEW, Martin. But do you know what I'm saying? There is people out there who can yeah, be in the middle of it. But like as soon, you don't have to take sides. When no, people are like not. giving us abuse on Twitter about it, sure, people have the preferences and stuff. But it's like you... You you still enjoyed parts of the Royal Rumble on Sunday? Oh man, I, honestly, if WWE had a better product, I'd happily I'd happily stay up and watch it at night happily. But it's not the that you dislike WWE; shit. it's just the product. Exactly. I, it's not like I'm sitting at home thinking, "Oh, tomorrow's going to be really good because I think Finn Balor's going to be the new Universal Champion." But I'm not going to watch it because it's WWE. Like fuck that. If they're putting on a good product, I'll sit up and watch it. It's their fault. I'm not watching it. Exactly. I think Shane Helms once said a few years ago, there's something for everyone in every promotion. You don't have to be a fan of the three letters at the start of the show. You can enjoy what's going on with the show. And that, that for me, I'm a fan of everything. So, so Martin, we've talked. So is there anything else we need to talk about? We've, we've gone, I think we've pretty much done a full show. We've talked about Chris Jericho calling out Brock Lesnar. Dean Ambrose leaving WWE, Hideo Itami potentially, well, is leaving WWE. Is there anything else to do with elite wrestling you want to talk about? Um, no, not really. We covered the uh, Trent Rebecca thing. Um, I know there is, um, if you just give me two seconds, there are a couple of new signings for all elite that could be getting announced soon. Um, there are just a couple of independent people. I don't even know them too well, actually. Um, Jungle Boy. Oh yeah, Jungle Boy signed. Um, there's there's a couple. There's a woman. There's a woman's wrestler who could be signing, and there's a lad from I think it's Ring of Honor or a Mexican company that could be signing. But well, I'll say that I've uh, I'm doing Elite Talk on Saturday anyway, so I'll cover that on uh, on Saturday. But yeah, it's uh, for wrestling fans. It's all good at the moment. Yeah, it is brilliant. So yeah, so as Martin said, Martin will be back with an episode of Elite Talk on over the weekend at some point, probably Saturday. So make sure you listen to that show for all the latest updates on Elite Talk. I myself will be back with another episode of the Wrestling Newspaper, probably at the start of next week. Martin, I want to say thanks for joining us on the show. I've had a great time doing the podcast like we did with the Royal Rumble show. And I'm guessing you'll be back as a guest on the show at some time soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Loved it. Enjoyed it.
Yeah, so follow Martin. It's at AEW Wrestling 1. Follow him. Subscribe to the Wrestling Newspaper channel. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. We love doing this. We want to get out there to more people. So your five-star ratings, if you enjoy the show, would help massively. Give us a positive review. All the links to all our pages are pinned to the top of my Twitter page, the at Wrestle Newspaper Twitter page. So subscribe, download, enjoy. Martin, thanks for joining me, and I'll speak to you again soon. See you later.